One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of See You Next Wednesday. We actually recorded this as our second episode, but we wanted to get it out early because it's our Oscar special. We talk about our Oscar picks and opinions in the second half. But first, we're going to look back at the music of 2011. I know we're a little bit late, but we're going to talk about our highlights, some of our disappointments, etc. And in the middle of the episode, we're going to talk about the Toronto hip-hop scene. We listened to some music from Dream Jefferson off their Punch Perm EP, which you can hear at dreamjefferson.bandcamp.com as well as the Backburner Cruise album Heatwave which you can hear at handsolorecords.bandcamp.com so here's the first episode of see you next wednesday hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast i'm dan gorman former film student current page turner I like music and movies. <laughs> you call yourself a page turner? That's what I do. You're fascinating. Uh, I'm Casey Lyons. That's it. I'm Greg Legrow. That's also it. No. Man, I should have kept mine concise. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're a page turner. I'm a page turner. I can't put you down. I got nothing else to do that. I'm a, I'm a temple That's runner. That's what I do, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I am severely a temple runner right now. <laughs> I'm. Uh, we were talking before. I'm really mad you. because Are I they can't monkeys? get it because like, it's not on Android. Oh, seriously, yeah. you can't get so it yet. I picked the wrong horse in that race. You seriously <laughs> he, he did. You can read fan pages about it. That's yeah, there's there. <laughs> what? What? <there's, laughs> if you search, <laughs> if you search for uh, Castle, <laughs> what is it? Wait, Temple Run. If you search for Temple Run, there's apps that are like Temple Run fan app. And it's like if you're a fan of Temple Run, you'll love these wallpaper hacks and <laughs> chat rooms. <laughs> And if you love those things, kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. All right. Well, today we're going to talk about uh, the music we loved in 2011. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I suppose yeah. is our jumping off point for today. Sounds good. Uh, Greg, you want to start? Um, sure. Well, well, I guess we'll, we'll do our number one album of 2011. Yeah. Are we going to do it like that? Because I, I don't really have a number one. I haven't really thought of one anyway. I've got like five I know okay. that are you know really yeah. high up there for me. I think uh, I have one definitive one and then Yeah, I kept on, you know, I was thinking about this on my way here and kind of re-listening to 2011 as much as I could today. Yeah. Forgot about a bunch of shit, but I, uh, I was really kind of bouncing back and forth between... Uh, I think I know what yours is, so I'll leave it Of course, yeah. Uh, <laughs> m- mine would be uh, P.J. Harvey's uh, Let England Shake. Is just, that right? Just, oh. yeah, it just knocked me out. It's so good, and I, 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 don't really, I can't really put it down for too long. Uh, yeah. The production, uh, her... Uh, the production's amazing. Yeah, it's really fantastic, and she's trying out... She's constantly trying new things, and they keep on working for her. Yeah. Like that, the, the, the album where she just decided she's going to learn how to play piano and make a piano-based album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
I act, I still have not heard it. I have not heard it yet. It's great. Uh, yeah. Her voice is, you know, oh, amazing. It's, it's phenomenal. Always. The idea she's nowhere near out of ideas. Like no, you're saying, no, like, no. like she just tries things and they work. Like she's got to be some kind of genius. Yeah, it, I think it's the best one since uh, Stories from the City. Stories from the Sea. You think and on level with that? No. I mean, I, I liked uh-huh, her a lot. Not for that album, but that's the one that I'm most familiar with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a really, really good record. This is better though, I would say. Um, that would be my number one. So we'll, we'll kind of just bounce around from that. And mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk about the other shit as we mm-hmm. go. So. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I think I know what my number one would be. Uh, Why Oak Civilian? Sorry? Why Oak? It's a, she, I didn't even know that a, was a thing. It's a duo uh, from the States. They're on Merge Records. And uh, it's like, I don't know, it's kind of folky. Some of it kind of has shoegazy guitars. Uh, but it's it was like a super grower for me. Uh, like I liked it at first and then I kind of got to the point where I would continually come back to it like mm. you know all year and it was a, it was a really good uh, summer record but it was also super awesome in the winter yeah. I don't know I just kept coming back to it and uh, the the girl in it her name's Jen she did all these all these videos on uh, the AV Club because they had that undercovers thing did you guys see any of that? Right, right. No. Where like bands came in and covered pop, uh, popular songs mm-hmm. and she did uh, she did Misfits was it you oh, that she sent did Mother me? Danzig? Uh-huh. <laughs> cool. Was and, it, it, and she did a fucking amazing, what? amazing version of it. So for me, I just that was the album I kept coming back to. Lions. Uh, for me, it was definitely uh, Steve Machmus and yeah. the Jicks' new That's album, so Mirror Traffic. Okay, so it's we'll have stuff to talk about here. <laughs> oh yeah, it it, it like I I didn't spend 2011 listening to music. I spent 2011 fucking nerding out on podcasts. Yeah. Uh, just, just, and that's, that's all I did, just devour podcasts. But the only thing that could break that for me was, was that album, was Mirror Traffic. It's and surprisingly, it didn't show up on a lot of year-end lists, and mm-hmm. it didn't show up on mine, and I couldn't get into it. Yeah, it's and I love Malcolm's conversation when it came yeah. out. E- seriously. I'm a big uh, Pavement, big Malcolm's fan. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't get into it. I just it didn't. Gra- I liked it, and I was I, I was super excited about it because of the back production. Mm-hmm. The production is uh, fantastic. Yeah, um, I, I was stoked for it, and I I don't know. It's not that I don't like it. Like I think it's a great album, but I just didn't find myself listening to it all that often. And I found myself putting it on a lot, and then halfway through zoning out, and then turning it off for something <laughs> else. <laughs> really, which is really weird. What is it about it? Like, is I it just know. it just doesn't catch you? Like, because I find it to be so confectionary like it's, it's yeah it sounds like the poppiest thing yeah. that no, uh, that he's done this side of uh mm-hmm. this side of um oh oh uh bright in the corners mm-hmm. mm. that's the one with like i uh date with ikea and um mm-hmm. transporters right 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 yeah um yeah i just find it to be like this super accessible. Oh, it's super poppy. catchy. The what's the song? Uh, the senator wants a blowjob. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were talking about how it was always in your head. Oh like, yeah, walking yeah. Around. It's you so don't sing along, it. but you can't oh, do yeah. that on the TTC. You know, no, you can't. Blowjob. You can't. <laughs> you totally can't. It's, it's strangely frowned upon. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've, I've done it a lot, and I, it really seemed to touch a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like it, but I just couldn't. I don't know what it was. Huh. I, I was feel just like so pleased with it after. Uh, 
real emotional trash, which I didn't like at all. See, I liked it more than most people. See, yeah. yeah, I don't understand. Which is really just, weird. I, well, I'm not big on jammy stuff. And that's a jammy... Yeah, 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 like a motherfucker. Yeah. I, I couldn't spend that much time with that album Too myself. Noodling. Um, yeah. Fuck, the title track on Real Emotional Trash is amazing. There's good <laughs> stuff on it. I mean, everything he's done is of quality, without question. But, you know, I, like, I was a, mm-hmm. I'm really big on Face the Truth. I think that's probably my favorite. Oh, that's that was the one that kind of got me into his solo yeah, stuff. Yeah, the, 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 uh, the self-titled, the first one, mm-hmm. um, is pretty fantastic as well. I mean, mm-hmm. it's all quite good. But Face the Truth, I thought, really had some interesting pop yeah. sensibilities in it, but it still felt enough like pavement, but it wasn't trying to be pavement. That's that's the thing and that I find amazing about his, uh, uh, about his solo stuff is that it's so close to pavement without sounding... Anything like pavement to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it has well, his, his guitars all over. Yeah, he's it. a much better singer these days. Yeah, uh, but yeah, with uh, Mirror Traffic, I, it kind of felt like the same thing. Like it reminded me quite a bit of pavement, but just it didn't fall. I don't know. There wasn't that. Uh, and it's uh, for, for me, it just sounds it sounds so relevant. Like yeah. it, uh, like yeah, it's like fresh and, and fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't get enough of the album. I was yeah, pissed no. off that it didn't come out in the beginning of the summer, though. Yeah, it's a total summer yeah. record. It yeah, didn't, uh, fall. It has like, that feel to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be an album that in like a year, you know, in a year or two, one day I'm going to put it on and it's just going to hit me in the face. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, yeah. Why didn't I, I not? Did. Yeah. Why didn't I like this? Greg was right. <laughs> <what> I, was <laughs> <say>. <laughs> I will exclaim to the skies. <laughs> Greg. <laughs> um, what else from now from you? Well, I guess we'll just continue going around now just naming. Yeah, sure. Um, well, Let's see. I mean, there, there's some stuff that probably doesn't need a lot phone. of talk. Like, uh, just uh, as just to mention, Tom Waits, uh, bad as bad me. as me. Mm-hmm. Uh, great, just great. I like that you know an aging musician uh, can make an album that still sounds like he enjoys making albums. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm glad he's not turning into like our generation's Bob Dylan or something like mm-hmm. that, where he just puts out album after album of just like. Uh, what, who cares? You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I love Dylan. Dylan's, you know, the, uh, probably the greatest lyricist who's ever been. But he was, I mean, he was. But yeah. who cares now? But Tom Waits, at least, it's still fun. You know. Like, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Chicago is a hell of a tune. You know, it just sounds like the guy loves to get in the studio. So it's glad that it's still exciting music. It's not new ground mm-hmm. by any means, but I don't care because it's still fun for me to listen to. Yeah, so he's I, someone that hasn't seemed to to I'm not. I'm don't want to say lot like he hasn't lost it, but like he, I don't know. He's well, not, he he's not found for a while. Yeah, he's really he's, found he's made niche. a couple of bad albums, like those sure. uh, Alice, Alice and Blood yeah. Money. But There's a good album, boring. maybe between the two of them. That shouldn't have been two records. Though. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. So anyway, we'll move on. Uh, that isn't uh, it, it, Tom Waits made a good record. It's not really news. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you don't uh, have it, it's because you haven't been a fan. Um, somebody making a good record that was news to me uh, that I told you about, Lil B. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because the first time I heard him was... was uh, Smell like wonton soup. Yeah, yeah, wonton soup. Oh, I love know? that. I love that uh, song. First I park my car. Then I park my car. car. Your bitch. Then I park your bitch. <laughs> swag. 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 Um, which he sounds like Cletus to me, and that's what I love. with that song when it yeah. came out. It's like, what is this? this is what's going on? Because this is fucking weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beat's not very good. His rapping isn't all that <laughs> no. interesting, but I kept on listening. I to love this. Like, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of, yeah. I was fascinated by it. And then he's got the, the big major label release, and yeah. it isn't like that mixed no. shit at all. No, and it's like super concise. Uh and weirdly positive. Re- like, that was the thing because at this point uh, in the year, I think the major thing going on right now was Odd Future, 
and they were doing like fucking their horrible, horrible, hate-filled rap about rape and basically just like teenage kids saying stupid shit that is offensive and that they're probably going to regret maybe, I don't know. Just I hated uh, Odd Future stuff. Yeah. And then Lil B came and did like a really artful, like stream of conscious, positive, hilarious, mm-hmm. and crazy album. And it worked and it was the last thing I expected. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From Lil I, B. I haven't From heard the guy anything. that made Wonton Soup. I've <laughs> literally only heard that Wonton Soup and song, then, but that's all, that's all I need. <laughs> oh, no. you got to hear this. And then he yeah, went know, back to making good. crazy shit. Like the yeah. mixtape he put out right after this was absolutely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> There's something I love about that, about somebody who makes something so shining and, like, amazing and then and just has no consistency he just, whatsoever. He just put, he's one of those artists that just puts everything out. Yeah, he's, like he'll yeah. Record he's, the, a, he's the guided by voices of yes, hip-hop. Yes, of hip-hop. <laughs> oh, my God. Here's everything I that do. That is a perfect way Not to put it. Not done, though. Perfect way, yeah. And sometimes it'll just happen that all the good ones will make it to one mm-hmm. of his albums. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, so the drums uh, Portamento came out yes. uh, oh, yeah. in 2011. I love that album. Because I didn't like their self-titled no, that I, much. No, it's no, awful. It's not very good. But that's the one everyone likes, apparently. Yeah. Apparently, this is, the new one's a letdown. I don't I get know. that. I, I don't get it at all, because I yeah. cannot handle that first album. It's just it's all this it's it's some pretentious bullshit yeah, is what it is. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. It's at like all. okay, there's a beachy, surfy, reverby kind of pop thing going on right now. Yeah. We got to get in there. Yeah. We got to like. <laughs> capitalize on this and it was bad yeah yeah and, then, and yeah then, it was oh, just it was good, so though. uninspired that, and it just seemed like it was like like trying to be like it seemed like it was like winking at me and then going you have no idea what i'm talking about <laughs> new york um the other one i like the new one i like mm. it a lot i mean money is about as good money as is a, a catchy as hell song that days. was the standout for me i i heard i only listened to the album uh probably like five or six times but, oh yeah i went on but, a tear with it there's i love i love that, that song, song totally stuck out I like everything on it. That and Hard to Love, I think, is a fucking genius song. Yeah, just amazing hooks. There's just some kind of, there's more of an urgency to, mm-hmm. to this mm-hmm. record than the and first one. And it's fun. It is a lot of fun, but it's also really fucking sad, you know? There's yeah. longing in it that I really appreciate, and I, I love good, uh, like, danceable sad. Yeah, I was going to say, I really like it when, yeah, when someone it. elevates that. I know you hate it. I but, fucking but hate it. Like, and, and I've, like, well, you can't ignore it. I, I've, I've always been, like, like, so against that kind of thing for some reason. I'm getting a little the more into it now. of like danciness to just like emotion? that sad fucking Joy Division bullshit and fucking like <laughs> Morrissey. Grrr, oh. Well, I don't like the Joy Division Depeche mode stuff and bullshit by like that. new bands. No, because there was a, there was like a resurgence for a while where uh, every song, every band had to be bass driven and have a singer that went Rrr, like <laughs> just like sounded like he was moping into the mic. Yeah, yeah. And I was never into that. No, but I like it when something sounds poppy but is actually sad. Totally. Yeah, yeah. And I find I find yeah that that drums album uh, to be to be fun in its self seriousness. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, battles, gloss gloss drop. Oh uh, man, I liked it. I, I liked it. You know, it was, uh, it was when good. I first heard it. I, uh, I I didn't know if I liked it right off, mm-hmm. it, but it was definitely a slow burn album for me because now I think it's just fantastic. Yeah, I really like it. I think I might like it. Uh, what was the one before that? Mirrored. Mirrored. Uh, yeah, I think I like it more. than I don't Mirrored. think I would go that far. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What personally, to say. Uh, it's different though. I like that mm-hmm. it's not the same record. I like that they got the vocalists. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was all the yeah, and vocalists. Not, and stuff. Sometimes mm-hmm. that screws something up. I know. I was worried like about Apocalyptica. it. Apocalyptica. Like, mm. mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. What happened? <laughs> oh, Apocalyptica, Apocalyptica had like a is retarded now. Oh, really? Yeah, not the not the good kind. Uh, 
They, Not the good kind of no, retarded. No, no, no. They, now they're they have like, it's like a full band. It's mentally and electric cellos and guest vocalists that's not like, cool no, that's it's that, really not cool that sort of like negates the whole well it i'm does. not gonna it, say it, it, it negates the and, point and of the band but. anymore they're, they're writing songs and you know oh what? no they're not good at it no <laughs> surprise i don't care if you went and got max cavalera this is not working for you kids mm. so is that who they got like he's not like oh no no he's not the guy they have huh. like guests you know, oh, okay, so they'll have him, pick, and then they'll have... your metal guy and yeah. bring him in, you know? Right. Oh, God. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a mess. It's a shame. But, it, 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 you know, it really is just about the first record, you know? And the one cover, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than anything. Oh, yeah. Hey, the other one's good. The Faith No More is nice. Yeah, yeah. What do, they, what do they cover from out of nowhere? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it sounds great. It sounds amazing. Uh, but, you know, one, that is one of the better things I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Um, where do we go here? Oh, well, speaking of metal, uh, uh, Mastodon, uh, The Hunter. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. I like that album. I like yeah. that album. A, I, guess, I, I liked it more than Crack the lot, Sky. You like it more than Crack the Sky? I don't know about that because Crack the Sky grew on me intensely over the Never did. For Man, me. Uh, I went really? back to it. Because yeah. I liked Crack the Sky. Uh, was Crack the Sky straight off of Leviathan? No, no, Leviathan, no, Blood, Mountain, oh, was, Blood was, Mountain, and then Blood Mountain. Yeah, yeah. Then I like it better than Blood Mountain. Because I liked Crack the Sky straight off the You like it better than Blood Mountain? I really do. Not at first, but over time. There's just something about that album that just. I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe I haven't spent enough time with it. Yeah, I think I, gr- I glazed over it too much the first. Cause I, I was really like, God, did. The songs are crazy long, and mm. you know, I usually don't like that out of metal. I, you know, well, I just found it really derivative of their older stuff. Ugh, I can't believe I said derivative of their <laughs> older stuff. I feel like an <laughs> asshole. But I, I do. <laughs> I, I thought it was perfect, but I really didn't want another Crack the Sky, because mm-hmm. prog and metal shouldn't always be together. It really worked on that album. Like, don't yeah. try and recreate it. You're going to screw it up. And they didn't do that. It's just... And there's no theme. It's their first album without a theme, really. Mm-hmm. That's what struck me most about uh, about that when I first listened to it was mm. how it was songs, yeah, mm-hmm. and just all within themselves. Five minutes, a yeah. little less, just twelve badass metal tunes, yeah, and they're really, really badass, yeah, yeah. yeah the riffs are great. It's, it's, yeah. You know, it felt like what Metallica, I think, was hoping to do with the Black Album, but didn't accomplish. Whereas you make your sound a little bit more accessible where you can open your audience but not alienate the people who are already there. Yeah, so I think yeah. Mastodon fans are definitely going to stay with them and, lo- and as far as I understand, love the album too. Yeah. But I think people who haven't been into it yet uh, maybe found like Leviathan too intense. Um, That's it, weird. I find that such a pretty album. It is. Well, yeah, but mm-hmm. if you're not into metal, it's not a pretty album. No. There's still a lot of crazy screaming going on and yeah, you know, some really, like, really crazy time signatures. So this is a much more probably their most accessible album. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, they can go a long way to to being more accessible than they used to be, Absolutely. and still be a little <laughs> inaccessible. Yeah, but it's, it's yeah, inaccessible. It's a, is that a word? Well, maybe one. Inaccessible because yeah, it has in excess at the beginning. So <laughs> I feel well only if you spell it like in excess. I do. Double. <laughs> that's all, that's <laughs> how you spell it. Yeah, it is how I spell it. <laughs> Um, yeah. So anyway, good for Mastodon. They made a great record. If you like metal at all, it's something you should. Yeah, pick mm-hmm. I definitely liked it. I uh, I need to listen to it more. Especially, I kind of put it on the back burner at the end of the year. Yeah, I kind of dropped it for a while. Back burner. Hey. Oh. Of, oh. Shall we segue? <laughs> is, that, is that a thing? Yeah. Let's get. He's local. a podcast listener. <laughs> I am the king of the segue. Sunshine, sun rays, the heat, raise the roof, roll your windows open. If you please to catch a breeze, we're cooking something fresh with a burner in the heat wave. In the heat wave. Putting in work on a perfect day, shirt soaked in the shade while I perspirate. Heat waves on the pavement, verses late, chirps, cicadas, and bays in a purple haze. Scorching tracks when the bird. 
burn the place. Pour the gas until we burn the place. Percolate, burn ash, it'll hurt your face. Shot a crater, think a posse like hot butane. Not too tame, keep watch for cute dames. Got food spit, exhaust like blue flames. Stop, dude, not gonna prop the two fame. Too hot, we too great to stop, we too strange. Smash, whip, snickety snicked. Striking the country like picketing hit. Sliggity split, diggity tick tock, you don't stop. Like lava that won't rock, the flow's hot enough to get the drakes from the basement. Cooking some eggs on the pavement with hot spit like Greek fest. Smoking like girls on Queen Street West. from the Shanghai. How cool my mom's Yeah, backburner uh, heat wave. Heat wave. That's uh, a pretty good album. Um, no, it's well. It, generally, when you have uh, uh, that many people, yeah, like a yeah, giant you know, one project, like that. it's going to be spotty. But mm-hmm. it really isn't. It isn't. Okay. Right. It's, it's it, it really. Uh, f- it's so. Um, it's it's concise in its in its not theme, but in it. And I don't want to say sound either, but it definitely feels like a whole concise package and it doesn't sound weird with that many rappers on it because there's no, a fucking no. boatload of rappers on that yeah, album. A lot. And the whole thing kind of stays jovial and fun. And I was saying, I wrote something for Dan for it. Uh, I kind of said that it reminded me of Jurassic 5 quality control. Sure. Really? Yeah. Because I love the shit out of that album. Not, I don't not know. Some, the... Not like as high water mark of an album, but in terms of like this is like they're having fun and there's all these collaborators and it's just a fucking good time. Mm-hmm. And they're all fucking... Rapping at the peak of their abilities is just yeah. really good. I I come in as as I've never heard the album. I don't know anything about it. I may have seen them perform mm-hmm. while I was at work. Uh, I can't remember who is on the album. Uh, oh, uh, Word Burglar, Word Burglar, Timbuktu, okay. uh, more or less. Um, I can get the whole thesis, Sahib, mm, or whatever. Choculus. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, it, it's a, it's basically it's sorry, an album. Sorry, who was the person that you said? Choculus. Oh, that's a name. Yeah, totally. that's awesome. He's great, like stupid good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really an accomplishment because they made an album that's essentially like it's like somebody. Okay, let's take scenario by Tribe Called Quest and make yeah. an entire album of that. And yeah. It, so it it's everybody. Sucked. Everybody. It's a, yeah. It's, it's a just huge jumps on a verse. Yeah. Really, yeah. You know, there's like four rappers a track almost. Like. Yeah. At least. Um, uh, and. Yeah video out that's pretty actually nice quality the video is awesome yeah with like, uh, all the like freeze for it like yeah stop time kind of stuff great um but that crew the five dollar rap show they do uh, a show about a m- once a month maybe once every six weeks yeah rancho. and it's always we fantastic. should be pushing rancho we should be uh, uh mentioning rancho relaxo rancho more than we heard of rancho relaxo <laughs> 300 college street <laughs> uh, um well, that whole crew, the Backburner crew of Han Solo Productions, they, they, they've got a lot coming out in 2012, and a lot happened in 2011. And yeah. Just, and, and it's all quality, um, and it's such an interesting uh, – I hate using the word crew over and over, but the crew mm-hmm. of, uh, of artists. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and I don't – And it really embraces – like, for people who fell off on hip-hop, this is – like I did for quite some time. Cause oh I, Lord, I fall off and get got, back I, on I, all I just the time. Turned into shit, you know. Like I, I loved Outcast, and then anything, anything kind of beyond Outcast was, you know, yeah. basically after two thousand. Mm-hmm. I, I just found really boring. But they're they're kind of doing something that really falls in with the the Native Tongues movement. Yeah. You know, if you were into De La Soul, Tribe Called Quest, or even Black Sheep, or uh, uh, anyone from that era. Um, the the hip hop is clever. It's playful. The beats are fantastic. Um, yeah, there's some really awesome beats on this album. Yeah, you know the, who did the beats? Like, was it? Oh, there's. A, a I think there's a rotating. Uh, uh, Tim uh, Tim Buck too. He did quite a quite a bit of the beat work on uh, on, on Backburner Heatwave. 
I don't know if he did all of it. I haven't really read the liner notes. Sorry, everyone. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, it's just, it's that thing that I I felt was missing from hip-hop forever, and I didn't realize that it was just completely happening around the corner. Yeah, here, right here in Toronto. It's It's shocking how good Toronto hip-hop is. It really is. Then you you look at hip-hop karaoke, uh, which is the third Friday of every month. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's crazy what goes on there, you know. Uh, I've never been. I've never been either, but I'm It's hard to go when you work in the service industry, uh, because I work almost every Friday, but... That's Friday. uh, I've had some friends that go, and they love it. Yeah, Yeah. it's crazy. Like, like they go every time. He goes all the time, and he missed a show, and he was telling me about it. Uh, but uh, Naughty by Nature well Fife Dog was there oh, Jesus Christ Fife Dog was there uh, uh, one of the guys from the Fooshnickens <laughs> and Fife Dog who's, he's the funky diabetic yeah. And yeah I had a low blood sugar reaction on stage and nearly you know lights out uh-huh. and so to help the show move along uh, they just happened to be there Naughty by Nature's in the crowd hops up on stage and does OPP oh my oh. god <laughs> <laughs> Go to hip hop yeah. karaoke. Yeah, seriously, can, didn't yeah. Charlie Tuna show up at oh, one totally, of those? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Diggs did a. Tra- uh, I think they like because Diggs was doing Charlie Tuna's part on mm-hmm. uh, uh, I don't know I don't remember what song. When Tuna was there, and it, I think he got on stage and like was hype man for his own thing with Diggs doing it. Like, oh, oh that's God. amazing. Yeah, I think I I think I remember him telling. Yeah, that that's story. pretty wild. Uh, <laughs> so that guy's one of my. I gotta say, he's got one of my all time favorite. Like, oh yeah, Charlie Tuna. Yeah, for Amazing. delivery and just for how clever his lyrics are. Um, sure, we could segue into speaking well, of Toronto hip hop. Yeah, Dream uh, Jeff's album this year. Uh, yeah. Absolutely, that one I do know. Yes. Yeah. Punch Pearl. Rancho has got to be familiar with Dream Jefferson. Yeah, because they they play all, all the time. The time. <laughs> <laughs> they are the go-to closer. If you're, you know, we need some. Yeah, the after the party. Because like, they're fail safe. Party goes on. They're, Absolutely, they're, they're an yeah, absolute fail safe. No matter they're just what they're into. It seems to work. so much fun. And I hate when they're called party rap because that's not what they are. Well, I don't like. I mean, that's a dismissive term. It is. Yeah. It, it, well, it, 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 I think it trivializes what they do. Yeah. It's, it's a lot more than that. It makes it out like they're more interested in. Partying than rapping, yeah. yeah. Like you know, it makes it an LMFAO or yeah. which I've you know. seen them party really well. Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, no, like they're uh, it, the the thing is their performances are so manic mm-hmm. and yeah. so energetic that you kind of like it's so infectious and you end up con- feeling like it's a yeah. yeah. And I've never seen a down party. performance. Like I don't even no. know how many times no. I've seen them do it, but it, you know. I don't think they've ever had one. They I don't know, think if you ask them, I don't think they'd be like, "Well, we felt really." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't, ima- yeah, and I can't imagine like one of them being sick or something, and no. then like going up on stage and be like, "Sorry, guys, I'm really sick. I'm yeah. gonna try and yeah. bring my best, but I don't know, like, because they're just always on." Yeah, yeah, yeah. just <laughs> always steam. on at a hundred percent. Yeah, and, and the album, uh, like Punch Firm, is a, a total. Uh, 
I don't know. It's, it's it kind of I think a game changer for them because yeah. I, I, li- I like mm. everything they've done before that. I thought they were amazing, but this album is really. It's short. Mm. It gets to the point. You know, they don't overdo anything. It's only seven tracks. Yeah, um, the beats are fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, Corbo. So, so good. Yeah, Corbo. Amazing. Yeah, that guy's got to be some kind of a genius or something. Yeah. Well, his solo album is quite good as well. Oh, I've oh, heard um, his solo album. What is it? Put on your glasses. Take yeah. off your. I can't uh, remember. Put on your glasses. Put on your glasses. Um, excellent. There's a song in there called Rumble Dog. It's really, really good. The, but this, the Punch Perm, um, I, I couldn't believe how much I was listening to it. You know, uh, throughout the summer, it's a great summer album. But it's yeah. got a nice, like, there's all yeah, everything you want out of hip hop, or I want mm-hmm. hit, out of hip hop. There's. Mm-hmm. It's uh, fun. Bizarre pop culture references. Yeah, yeah, that's his. Like Matt's lyrics are insanely dense yeah. with with uh, references in the best possible way. If you yeah, talk, yeah. if that, you talk to him for five minutes, Iggy that conversation is insanely oh, dense with yeah. references. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. I was talking to him once here, and and he was just like telling me about all these movies and stuff and mm-hmm. then he'd be like yeah there's that that's why like on this track i say this thing about this guy because it's a reference to that and like this movie <laughs> and i'm like holy shit like you worked so many amazing references that any hip-hop nerd that is also like a pop culture or a movie or music nerd or a comic nerd is gonna enjoy picking out i think that's what i love uh, about them is that it's like this great crossover between hip-hop and just just crazy reference nerd yeah. uh, culture and not referencing without i don't know it doesn't feel like someone has just made a list of things like I, oh people are gonna love it that i yeah, referenced yeah. this it's like yeah, i no. know that he's big into comics so like a lot of the comic references you know it's coming from a place of knowledge mm-hmm. which is the same with all of their references i yeah. think that's a hell of a record. And I think uh, hip hop in Toronto is, is is really exciting right now. Cause, yeah. I mean, that's to the backburner, that whole crew, the backburner crew, and like, and they all have their own so many different groups together. There's yeah, they're on their own. Like uh, Timbuktu's got his own albums. Yeah. War Burglar's own has albums. Uh, Last does, but then there's like the Swamp Thing. Yeah. Which is a bunch of the same. Guys, oh yeah, what just, Swamp Thing? Swamp Thing is all just <laughs> rhymes about B movies, which is yeah, amazing. Great. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they, fo- they started following me on Twitter. Oh, did uh, they? Uh, do I know anyone from from there? But it's it's all that crew. I think Swamp it's all Thing. The same crew. No, I, I could totally fuck this up. I, I don't really even know these guys. The guys. I know it's Timbuktu and Joculus. I mean, I'm oh, great. I'm, I'm very Tim entertaining Tim on Twitter, but. Because uh, I see them so much, I never remember which one is which. But yeah. it's all, I've never heard anything bad. Like the energy mm-hmm. is always so good, you know. Um, yeah, but I, I th- th- those aren't even the same crew as the dream drafting that's going on. That's a co- totally. totally different take yeah. on mm-hmm. hip hop, and you know, and uh, backburner. It's just I don't know. I think it's an exciting time for local rap music. <laughs> you Do you idiot. like the rap music? The rappers, the rap, uh, the 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 hop? rappers. They, they, they <laughs> sing the rap. People at just me. rapping away. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want to get into a whole thing about this because I think we could end up talking for a really long time. Beastie Boys, Hot Sauce Committee. I loved it. I liked it. Yeah, uh, it was good. It was I very good. It. I'm just, I'm just so glad it was good. Yeah, I, I, it made me love it. Oh yeah, because to the five boroughs was I so stand painful. It, boroughs, it wasn't painful. You well, guys are being a little. I well, I mean, <laughs> after like, the like, wait, I bought that was a long wait. Yeah, it's not as this. So basically, yeah. I've been waiting for a, a, a BC's album. But I thought since to the five boroughs was okay. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when see now, I don't, uh, but it was up, after Hello the Beasties, Nasty. Which yeah, exactly. Is fucking amazing. The Beasties album should never be just okay. You know, yeah. they came out and it. All There's never been one that was just okay before. And you just memorize the lyrics as fast as possible, and mm-hmm. then 
you get hammered. And yeah, yeah. Rack beasties at each other. <laughs> That's what it does, yep. you know. And it's the best thing in the world. Check your head, ill communication. Hello, nasty. Like you can't then. Yeah, just, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. But that's what know. other people I to do. Beasties don't, don't make okay. Yeah, they I definitely agree that in the longer after the the album, like when it first came out, I was like, I really like this. And then the longer that it's been since the album came out, going back to it, I'm like, actually, it's not all that great. But I don't hate it. Well, I definitely don't hate it. I, I really like it quite a lot. I, I went back to it recently. Oh, the new one. The I was new, talking oh, about sorry. To the Five oh, Rows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't well, hate I don't, it. I don't, the new one I, the new one, one I like. It's unfortunate. It's an unfortunate yeah. album. It's just boring. It, it sounds like old men rapping. That's what it sounds yeah. like. It does. And it, it's weird that they, you know... What, five or six, it has, seven I don't know, years like, after, I like the they sounded single. younger. Which yeah, is really I like weird. check it out. I like uh, yeah, check, check it, it out is, is fantastic. That's a I like uh, hey I like fuck you to, is good. I like I a letter really to like open it. letter NYC. I think is awesome. I like yeah, that yeah. song. Rhyme the rhyme well. It's got the dead boy sample right? on it. Yeah, but then it just sort of falls off after that. Crawl space is acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, it's an okay album. It's just it's just okay from the Beastie Boys is unacceptable because yeah. they've always just been exactly. Amazing. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Hot Sauce Committee. I thought there were really fun stuff going on there. That gr- the video, the, the long form, the half an hour video. Yeah, oh my God. It's great. It's really, really so good. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it could have been a huge disappointment, and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about disappointments. Um, I don't. Maybe it wasn't for everybody, but for me, TV on the radio. Nine types nine of light. Nine types of light. Wow, boring. I didn't, yeah. uh, really I didn't boring. hear it. Nine types of light. Ten types of boring. <laughs> Bing! <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That's You'll my be time. Here all night. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, did, I didn't I hear it because uh, I'm not, and this is going to divide us, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not not a fan of TV on the radio, but I have yet to hear the TV on the radio song or album that blows me away. Have oh, you spent any time with you, Dear Science? Moments. I haven't yeah. spent... A lot of time with any of their albums. I like the first one. Uh, what was the first big one that they had with uh, 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 Bloodthirsty? Blood Thirsty, yeah, Dave, like I thought that album when that came out, it was all right. Stuff. I liked it. I didn't. I didn't love it. And what I is that album called? Desperate Youth and Bloodthirsty. Right, Bands. right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I like that album a lot, but I think it is well, no, not anymore with the new one. But it was my least favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for the back end of the album, got a little repetitious and mm-hmm. didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, the songs on. What was the first big song on Return to Cookie Mountain? The big song, Wolf I, I guess, am or whatever. Wolf I Am. Wolf I Am. Wolf I Am. That's better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I call it now. Um, <laughs> I like that song a shitload. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, well, have, that yeah, album is, I, I haven't found that close to perfect for their whole yeah, career yet. The whole album just... Oh, I don't know that I'd call it perfect. There's nothing on it I don't like. There's a couple songs I find a little draggy. Well, either way. We don't need to talk about the past stuff because yeah, it was no, all quite right. good. Dear because Science. We're, we're talking about how shitty their new album. Yeah, right. Dear Science was a it was a kind of a slow burn album for me as well. When I first heard I'm it, I was shocked like, by a that. little uncomfortable with it maybe. It just, uh, I didn't want Cookie Mountain again, but at the same time it wasn't. So I was like, ah. Yeah. Because uh, I, lo- I went crazy for that album. For I, Cookie I Mountain. I obsessed with it when it came See, out. See, that was the thing for me is that that album, I, I really didn't like Return to Cookie Mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first heard it, mm-hmm. I'm just like, like it just sounds like people with with very few ideas trying to stretch <laughs> out a song, and then, and then I listened to it again. Well, what I did was I smoked a joint and walked around at night listening to it, and I was like, oh, dude, Man, I get it. No, now. I get it. And it just made me want to walk around hugging everyone. Like, <laughs> yeah, it it really did something to me. But I find I, I find Dear Science to be like. Kind of like the pinnacle of that band. Yeah, it's a brilliant album. Yeah. So then, Nine Types of Light. Like, and I thought, well, maybe I'm just 
not ready for it or I needed to hear it in the right circumstance. But I've been trying for months now, and I just, yeah, just I just I stopped trying. Just I, I just dull. don't have time. So dull. I mean, it builds up. There's good stuff on it. Um, so the last track on the album, I can't even remember the name of it right now, but it, it sounds like an NXS song, basically. It's yes. the only one that's like upbeat, like really, you know, that has uh, some hooks and movement to it. And uh, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I was so disappointed with it. Maybe they rushed it. I have no idea. But uh, on the same level, as far as being disappointing, the strokes, angles. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't a big uh, fan of that. Man. Love that, love that single. That single uh, was great. Yeah. yeah. There was the first two. I, I feel like the first two were, I don't know if it's there. I feel like maybe it was the third song or the fourth one. But the first couple songs, I was like, I'm digging this. Yeah. I'm liking this album. Like, these are good, good songs. And then mm-hmm. it totally just drops off yeah. and goes. Hard. Goes really fucking. I don't know what I remember. It was God, like eighties y weird. Yeah. Know, oh yeah. Like even yeah. from even from the album art onwards, yeah. it seems like it seems smirkingly eighties. And yeah, I don't which, really I think, care yeah, that much for that. Done so much now. It's and not a, a like, fresh thing to do. For me, it was almost kind of like it, it almost felt like this sort of like self destruct button thing where like Julian Casablancas was like, um, I figured out how to make amazing solo albums. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just slowly killing the strokes right it, now. Yeah. Well, yeah, they didn't even record it together, right? No, no. I mean, and the he, band he recorded all the songs and everything. then he just. Yeah, yeah. Like he actually yeah. made people. Like or made the other guys write, like actually write songs yeah. uh, to to apparently little success. And then following uh, phrases for the young, the Casablanca solo album, it was even more disappointing to listen to. Yeah, because that album I really amazing. liked his solo. Like I went crazy for it. It was the best thing since the first Strokes record. Mm. I thought the first Strokes album came out. It just uh, uh, there was a kind of a weird mystery to it and. Uh, his phrasing, mm-hmm. the way uh, his vocals kind of fit in this, mm. his, uh, his lyric subject his... matter. It's really kind of this odd thing. Like, he had this uh, secret that nobody else was in on, mm-hmm. you know? And it was the first time since that record on his solo one that I kind of got that vibe from him again, right? I really, really like the lyrics. I, uh, I have I, not I, heard the solo album. Uh, oh, really? No. Right? Oh, dude, it's so good. This is bother because yeah, no I'm coming off as the guy that hasn't heard anything. I mean, it's not for everyone. It's a... It's it has a lot of synth going on on it, uh, but it's, not in an offensive way. Not it's, like, yeah, it's like eighties. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 like the the new Strokes album has like is just like yeah, yeah I get it. You're doing an eighties thing, but it's almost like his solo album kind of comes by that honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of synth on it, but it's not offensive or anything, and it's just it's fun. It's just yeah, a it's really a fun, fun album. Um, if you do get it, uh, make sure you get the one that has the uh, extended tracks okay oh because they're quite worthwhile and that's such a weird thing him covering do you remember on saturday night live i don't know <laughs> if you're a big saturday night live guy yeah pretty big um uh one of the only kind of good things that horatio sands did was that weird christmas song um oh um, some i don't care what someone says christmas is coming and today he covers it? yeah <laughs> and, and he actually covers awesome. that song <laughs> Uh, but anyway, that's an album from uh, a couple of years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> but again, you know, not too many people even gave it a chance, which I think is too bad. Because uh, if you're a fan of The Strokes, if you like the first album, then definitely go check it out because it, it is the most inspired thing since. Um, 
Yeah, and they had some uh, some people that didn't care for the new Timber Timber. I thought it was uh, that I thought it was really is good absolutely like, crazy to me because I like it better than the last one. Yeah, I kind of felt that way too. I yeah. went nuts on it. I thought it was. Great. I think it's but fucking great. Like, it's not as good as the first one. Yeah, movie. that's me. I'm that guy. No, Are you're. you're that guy? I'm, I'm this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the low voice music fan. <laughs> I'm not impressed. I got a lot of opinions Stop. on albums. <laughs> I have various opinions. I'm very interesting. Uh, yeah, no, no I, you're I, crazy. I, I, I'm probably crazy. <laughs> I, 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 and again, I haven't spent enough time with it. I think to uh, to, to you know. Oh, I like to it say, so but much. like the yeah, first album really like just just did something crazy to me. Um, I can. I've talked about this with a few friends where it, it does kind of sound like. Um, because there was a song on the last album where he, they had that uh, the piano riff that kind of goes like din 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 din, and yeah. then this album kind of sounds a lot like w- we're gonna milk that yeah. kind of riff. Mm-hmm. But I really like it. And I think Bad Habits or is that uh, Bad Ritual? Bad Rituals yeah. mm. is wow. such a great opening so song. And I've beautifully heard, produced. I've heard people complain about the instrumentals on that album that kind of break up the flow. Yeah, and no. I love them. I love them all. I think it adds to the atmosphere of the album. Mm-hmm. I think it's a. I think it's way better than the other one. Yeah. Um, Ty Seagal. I haven't heard it. No, oh, me really? neither. <laughs> well, you know, it's a, it's a different one from. It's not as. Uh, What's it called? Fuzzy guitar. Uh, Good morning, bread. Okay. Um, it's not as garage punk. Uh, it's it's really closer to an almost like an acoustic pop album. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. Um, I think. Everything he puts out just shows you that this guy is probably going to put out one of the most devastating albums of all time. Mm-hmm. Oh, you think? You think he still years. has? Uh, I think so. I didn't know if melted because it's melted. Was, melted is the one that I'm the oh, most familiar but with. Lemons and it's, is fantastic as well. Like, and there's little mm-hmm. bits of all kinds of. I don't know. There's uh, definitely is something in the mix with that guy. I think he's a really special talent, and you know, it's another great album from him. He doesn't really do anything but put out awesome albums. Where's Panda he from? Bear, that was an, I, I really liked the new Panda Bear. That was another one that I not think a split a lot Panda of people. Yeah, Panda no, Bear man. Fan. Fuck Panda Bear. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm not I, a big I don't know. fan. I dig it. Uh, and I like the new album a lot. I it like just it sounds masturbatory to me. Well, that's why I like the new one, because it's a little more... Because <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. It's something uh, I can really it, masturbate it, to. It isn't quite as sprawling. It reminds me of the great masturbatory. What else did I ever Did you guys like the new Black Lips? Did you hear the new Black Lips? You know, I ha I, I have it. I've listened to it once. Or I did listen to it once. Yeah. <laughs> uh but I haven't picked it up again. I liked it. I, I like, love it. Pretty yeah. sweet, and I just never I think it's great. I was and in a period of taking in a lot of super stuff. Super poppy. So. Mm-hmm. They've definitely turned to like a corner on this album where it's just a shitload of great pop songs. Yeah. And I I also uh this is another album that I heard a lot of people kinda complaining about that, kinda saying that they've I don't know, lost it and just gone poppy, too poppy, not enough. Like, because the last yeah. album, two hundred thousand million or whatever, it was so sludgy, yeah, so psych, so drugged out. And this one is still drugged out, but it's much cleaner because Mark Ronson produced it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's fucking great. I think it's so catchy. Like that, well, those songs will stay in your head for days. Yeah, it, and I, think I love it's it. Fine for a band like that to make, it'll make a, a couple of bucks. You yeah, know? <laughs> like, yeah. They've definitely, I think, proved themselves as, you know, indie darlings or yeah. whatever, and having sludgy, weird music that's inaccessible to some people, like, I think they've proved themselves. Yeah. They make something that still sounds like that, but mm-hmm. it's just a little hookier, you know? Yeah. And it, this is, this is that. totally that, and, and I, I thought it was great. You know, musicians aren't really making a whole lot of money these days. Let them make a record. <laughs> Let them make a pop album. commercial or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is, have you guys heard uh, Death Grips? No. Um, 
hip hop outfit, a uh, weird experimental hip hop thing. Is that the really like abrasive? Yeah, it's really, really crazy. Abrasive. Zach Hill from Hella yeah. did yes. some of the stuff on it. I have heard that, uh, and, and it an is album, fucking insane. It's wild. And the yeah, I saw the video where the guys in the car are just like yeah, guillotine, made, like yeah, yeah. yeah that album, a, that album is. I want to say that I, I I feel like I can't talk about it because I haven't heard it. Like I heard it once, yeah. and it was so abrasive and off putting that I just didn't return to it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, a, it's an experience. It's kind of and in it's, your face. It's, it's more sample happy than <laughs> yeah. anything I've heard since Paul's Boutique. Like, there's so many samples going on. Yeah. They're all really good. Like, yeah. The album opens with the, the, the opening track is uh, 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 using samples from Home by Jane's Addiction. Mm-hmm. It's like that cutting up that bass line and then those wicked, you know, that creepy Harry Farrell vocal. Yeah. From that tune and like there's uh, but it goes from that to using samples from uh rumble by link ray and there's mm-hmm. all kinds of weird beasties things that fly in there it's just i yeah it's, it's, an, a, it's, it's an intense dark, album. but it's really dark it's yeah dark, super dark dark uh, like aggressive aggressive but lyri- not, but not lyricism sort of like for sure ag- hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Aggressive. It's just more like... Yeah, I'm, it's, I'm not, crazy it's not gangster person. aggressive at all, yeah. <laughs> but that's that's one of the more exciting hip-hop albums it's, I've heard in yeah, a while. It's something that I feel like, yeah, um, it's something to be experienced. Mm-hmm. I would like to revisit it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I think you'd actually like it, Casey. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Death Who Grip, is it? Death Grips is the name of the group. The it's a hip hop thing. Yes, it is. Experimental avant garde hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> what about that <laughs> makes you think I will like it? <laughs> that sounds entirely objectionable. It's to me. true, but it's it's really really good. Um, something I, I kind of want to talk about that I feel like I don't know. Might be lame, but the new Screeching Weasel album this year was fucking great. I haven't heard it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know that I. Will. I'm a big pop punk fan. Yeah. Uh, I, I hate me some pop punk. Oh god, <laughs> I like, like just but I like the, the biggest hair metal. metal but I like yeah. good yeah. pop punk. Yeah, no, it is. No, no, no. Yeah, you basically listen to Warrant. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I want to throw it out there that the new Screeching Weasel album is fucking great. And it really sucks that uh, Screeching Weasel fronted by such a douchebag. That what else is great pop punk? Like uh, what? Dillinger Four. Okay, I don't uh, know them. Dillinger Four, one of my favorite pop punk bands. Uh, 
I don't know, I'm big on, I like the Groovy Ghoulies. I like a lot of the Lookout pop punk bands, like Mr. T Experience, a lot of that Ramones kind of style stuff. Uh, that's what I like. Uh, I'm trying to think of more modern stuff. There's, there's, a, there's a big resurgence in, like, good pop punk these days. Like, Chinese Telephones are a fucking great band. The Ergs are a really great band that kind of throw back to the Descendant style. See, like, I, I feel pop punk, uh, like... Anything after the after the Descendants is trying to sound like the Descendants and just yeah. failing because they're not nearly as clever or but musical. I, well, because the Descendants birthed birthed that. No, but idea, I think really, yeah. But I know. think that what you're well, that's you're like saying that's like that, saying Mike Patton is is responsible for Papa Roach. Uh, well, well, he is. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. You but, know. but you're kind of basing that like, around the no stuff more, that got, got popular, though. I'm assuming right. old new metal crap, right? Like you're you're basing that off of the resurgence again. Resurgence. I'm saying that a lot of of pop punk in the '90s, where it was like the stuff got big, and then there was that fucking wave of garbage. And you're right. Oh, it, well, you're right. It was it was a lot of the. A lot of that stuff, like Blink-182 and stuff, owed so much to the Descendants mm-hmm. and was not good and not nearly as musical. But there's a lot of bands out there right now, like Chinese Telephones and the Ergs. Uh, the Ergs are an insanely talented band, maybe even more talented than the Descendants in terms of playing ability. And uh, like their bassist is insane, and their drummer is their singer, and it's crazy. And they are not ripping off the Descendants so much as homage, paying homage to them, and they're fucking great. Like there's a there's a lot of bands right now. There was an album this year to keep it relevant uh, by a band called Joyce Manor, who kind of played pop punk uh, punk rock kind of stuff that had elements of uh, of a bunch of different genres, and it's fucking one of my favorite albums of the year. So I don't know. I think that the, I've just it, my eyes have been open in the past few years to bands doing the kind of stuff I grew up listening to and doing it well. And kind of taking what sucked in the '90s and kind of reclaiming, reclaim that. Because you're right, the fucking like the stuff that came out in that wake of of the Descendants in the '90s. And, yeah, and yeah, on, like it was this weird was, convergence of, really bad, yeah. of bands that listened to the Descendants and the Specials, mm-hmm. and then just mm-hmm. started making really boring, shiny, so you know, <laughs> quote unquote ska album. Yeah, mm. it's true. But anyway, yeah, I got off topic. But no, no, I mean, and, and, and I find that I do discount uh, a lot of pop punk, just like I hear it immediately, and I'm like, okay, well, this I'm, this is mm-hmm. just going to be fucking terrible. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a whole lot of 2011, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'll just throw out one more thing. Uh, uh, Jeff the Brotherhood. Oh, yeah, you showed me that. We Are the Champions. Yeah. Uh, terrible band name. No, absolutely. I, I avoided it until you told me about it because yeah. I thought it was like some college. But there's no such thing as good bro, band names anymore. Uh, no, no, band. Really. Yeah, no, it's an awful name. But that was particularly like Jeff the Brotherhood. Awful name. We Are the Champions, though. A fantastic album. Yeah. Fantastic. Just great guitar garage album. Yeah, it's good album. For, for a duo, too, it's got a really big sound. Yeah. I mean, there's elements of, you know, 90s. You know, uh, Dinosaur Junior in there a little bit. Uh, really? Yeah. There's. Uh, have know. you played me any of this? I have. Um, I think we're probably pretty drunk. <laughs> 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 and I recall you enjoying it, but uh, I, I really liked it. Uh, I do tend to humor you a great deal. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah. That's the last thing I'll throw in for 2000. Right. I don't think a lot of people really heard that album, or maybe are put off by the name. But it, yeah. it is a stupid name. But Jeff the Brotherhood, uh, we are the champions. I would recommend the song "Hey Friend." It's uh, nice. 
Yeah, it's a good album. Shame it's of the Greg's band name. pick of the week. That's, yeah, you know, <laughs> go out and let's do it. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I think we've covered 2011 pretty well for yeah. music. Yeah. Sounds good good. Right. pretty good. Uh, for 2012 upcoming, uh, I know we've all just kind of watched the trailer, and I don't imagine a lot of people know about this movie coming out, Iron Sky. Uh, it's <laughs> the trailer is by Timo, oh, let's see if I can pronounce this, Timo, Vu- nope. <laughs> <laughs> you gave up really easily on that. Yeah, you did not even try. Uh, nope. No, no, give it a shot. See if you can read it. What the, what's his name here? Take a look at that. All right. It's uh, uh, Timo Vudenzola. <laughs> <laughs> Well done. Obviously. Okay, so I want to do. I want to try. Let me see this name. Let me see this name. There you are. Oh, you guys are dumb. (laughs) Timo. Yeah, I know. That's. Can't believe you got that wrong. It's actually pronounced Mm. Smith. All right. So well, so Iron Sky. You should check out the trailer because the it starts off seemingly. Basic enough, yeah. For a, as a yeah, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. I'm like, oh, fun like, UFOs. Oh, UFOs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Ooh, UFOs, <laughs> and they're invading. Count Casey in. Yeah, yeah. To, like honestly, seriously, if you have flying saucers, and they were like little flying saucers, I'm like, yeah, oh, that's cool, delightful. Yeah. I, Turns out, though, the, the invasion of aliens is actually Nazis. <laughs> Nazis from the moon. From the moon. The, the Nazis from the moon line in the trailer. I was watching you react to it. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys have seen that uh, that video on YouTube of the guy showing his kid the third Star Wars movie for the first time when the <laughs> Luke, I'm your father part comes out. And the kid goes, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> and your, your reaction, you were like, <gasps> <laughs> Moon I was, Nazis. <laughs> I, I'm sorry if you're if you're not delighted by Nazis from the moon, then you are truly not alive. <laughs> yeah, it's. Fucking, it I can't outrageous. wait. I'm really excited, and I'm I glad. You know, I, I yeah, God loves the Nazis because uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't sign on for this podcast yeah. to become a pro Nazi podcast. That, that'll be the the sound bite for yeah, our yeah, advertising. <laughs> Greg says. I really love the Nazis. God bless the Nazis. Yeah, they're they're the greatest uh, screen villain ever. Because mm-hmm. you know, no one can feel bad about anything that happens. To yeah, them. no, it's no. true. Yeah, yeah, and, and the, they can be hilarious. Absolutely, yeah. they totally. can be they can be awful and terrifying, and they can be hilarious. Yeah, uh, thanks to um, what's that show? Was the one with the Nazis, with the hilarious Nazis. There was a show, I swear to God. Was it on the History Channel? <laughs> yeah. It was that hilarious show. They did all those terrible things. Yeah, you know. No, no, there was a wacky Nazi show. Uh, uh, I can't, I do not It had. Uh, uh, you're it had, on your own, I'm sorry. Um, you may feel free to Google this. <laughs> we do not. It was like a sitcom. And, and what? Yeah, 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 Nazis. yeah. Yeah, totally. And it had that guy, the guy who who made all sorts of crazy That's fuck our Adolf, movies. That's our Adolf. Was it called? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. And it had it had like that guy uh, uh, who Hitler. made all those crazy yeah, sex. Uh, he, he made all those like sex movies and then died in a closet or something. <laughs> I swear to God, you guys are gonna feel like assholes because <laughs> this is a thing. We're gonna feel Hogan's like assholes. <laughs> Hogan's Heroes, I am so fucking right. <laughs> you did not make it out to be like that at all. It's a wacky Nazi. So, it's a sitcom honestly, of a wacky Nazi. It's, 
Is that not what Hogan's Heroes <laughs> is about? That is what it's and true, did but Bob, Bob Crane, Bob Crane, Bob Crane, the way the way the other John Carpenter, yeah, the way that you write, the way that you said it, it was yeah. you, you. I was thinking like, when did Fox have like a wacky <laughs> yeah. sitcom about? It was like the mid nineties. WB tonight, <laughs> yeah. right after Veronica Mars. Yeah. Those damn nazies. <laughs> you know, it's been uh, when, when the Cold War ended and we didn't have Russians for the villains and yeah. everything anymore. Like. It's been kind of... Uh, <laughs> Dolph Lundgren went, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn it. But it, we, we've really kind of... I mean, now we have, it's just, you know, uh, general Middle Eastern villain now. Well, yeah, yeah. Like the, 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 like 9-11 terrorists. It, yeah, totally, That's, you know. And yeah. it's nowhere near as fun because it just isn't as fun. You know, Cold War was easy because yeah. there was just a threat of something. There was never actually something going mm-hmm. on. And so the Nazis are the best thing to go with. I'm surprised we don't have more Nazis coming up. And, you know, I, I guess Hellboy used some Nazi stuff. And that's yeah. Cool. But because we, we can do anything we want to the Nazis and not ever feel morally no. weird about no. it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, and, they, and they can't the say shit. And, they, and the Germans yeah. kind of have to go with it. They can't say shit. It's yeah. just like, oh, yeah, yes. no, none of them no, are going to be like, very oh, funny, excuse Americans. me. We, <laughs> we are very sorry. We apologize. Yes, we are Nazis. Yes, we, we, we come from the moon. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> they even have to concede yeah, that. They, they have to <laughs> like, yes, ah, yes, we were on yeah, the okay, no, yes, we, we were on the moon. Okay. We're sorry we come from the moon. What are we to do, America? You're very clever with what you do. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure if our accents are you're not, dead you're on. Your Nazi <laughs> accent is unbelievably great. It's fucking perfect. <laughs> Yeah, but Nazis from the moon, I, I, I want to know, are they aliens or are they Nazis from I think Earth I, well, who I, then just went to the I, moon? I did some reading, and uh, in 1945, the Nazis set up a moon base <laughs> sure. that was to be reactivated in 2018. And this is in the film. So they've been raising Nazi children and soldiers on the, moon. On the dark side of the moon. Yes, sure. yeah, they say that in the trailer. We are yeah. from the dark side of the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so they're human. Yes. That makes me feel less. That that I'm less invested now. Oh, <laughs> I was hoping that they, maybe there will be a twist. I'm disappointed. You don't know. You don't I was know. really hoping that the alien they were alien. Well, where did they Nazis. get the technology? Maybe there's something to go in with it. You know, I hope so. Yeah. Or else Hitler don't was push very your own into the alien agenda. Trying to film. find, you know, the, <laughs> I'm, so, the, I'm the always doing that. <laughs> You're disappointed that aliens don't have to do with anything. <laughs> yeah, well, I you're like, you... I really fucking wish that there was more aliens in that <laughs> in that album from 2011. Yeah, yeah the, the, <laughs> that Malcolmus any... album really needed some aliens. Yeah. You know what the biggest problem with Schindler's List was? <laughs> no, no aliens. aliens. Yeah. So anyway, that's not really what we were talking about. Well, uh, it's great. It's something, dude. Just... This this shit is free form, buddy. Hey, <laughs> Relax your mind. Run some more. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. Let's stop talking. I just play play Temple Run. Run. (laughs) Gorman, Uh, not you, Gorman. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna fuck you guys. I'm gonna chat about it, okay? On my Temple Run fan app. Yeah, do do that. (laughs) Just just chat. Just like yeah. One time I I was Temple Run and I got a really high score. (laughs) That was monkey guy. What about you, bro? Well, uh, let's segue. We're talking yeah. about movies. Let's segue into the Oscars. Let's do the Oscars. Because they're coming up this uh, and, Sunday. And may I say, they're weird this year. Weird yeah. Oscars. Still with yeah. a lot of nominations for the for Best Picture. Best Picture. Not as much. No, not, not as, not many, as many, but still more. <laughs> I know. The, more than is necessary. Their yeah, new you know? idea was such like a... I'm, I'm not sure if this is completely 100% accurate, but I felt like apparently they said 
no, we're not going to lock it down to a number. It's going to be kind just of whatever's yeah. good enough. Whatever's yeah, good yeah. enough. And yet Which they I still... feel like is less is a step back. Like, why yeah. do I want? And I don't know. It just seems weird to me that they wouldn't just pick a number, say five, say six, say ten. Just say something. It, leave it at what was it before? It, it went up to like was it four or five or something? Uh, something like that. Well, like, it used I to be say five. It was like five. Yeah, always five. Five Why for is, every category. Wh- yeah. What the fuck is wrong with that? Now we Nothing. have eight or nine best pictures and two yeah, songs. And a couple of them suck. What is that? Yeah. Two yeah. songs. There were lots of songs that for was movies. Un- that was just unbelievable. Fill, it up, fill up the category or get rid of it. And they did the They're, same thing with the animated category this year. They didn't even yeah. nominate Tintin, which won the Globe no, yeah. and is the best animated movie of the year. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, they have Kung Fu Panda 2. Kung Fu Panda 2. You know. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I, no, like, I never uh, saw it. it. I like, saw Kung Fu Panda 1. but I saw it. It was fine. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. But I mean. Yeah. I, I, I was, I, it was the first movie I saw in HD. So I was like, neat! And that's yeah. really what I remember about it. Like, the, it's so colorful. Cool. Yeah. The thing about the animated, <laughs> Give it an uh, the animated uh, category this year pisses me off because apparently they won't, they won't ne- nominate Tintin because of the motion capture technology that they use. Okay. But then to, to say that and look a couple years back in Monster House, which uses the exact same technology and should have won that year, mm. fucking was nominated. Well... Really? Awards, yeah. That's weird. I know. It's like, they, But then they would have had to... Have, I no, feel like Polar Express was nominated a few years, uh, a couple yeah, years before was, that as well. And it's the thing. exact same fucking... No, there, it doesn't make any sense, the, the Academy Awards. Yeah. It's like how they break up uh, uh, Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. Like, Training Day is the best example. Yeah. Denzel Washington is nominated for Best Actor, and Ethan Hawke is Supporting Actor. Yeah. Although Ethan Hawke actually it's has more fucking more, screen time. Yeah. yeah. And he's the central and character the in the story. He's, he's the central character, yeah. What, what does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fuck him. Anyway, here's their, their goddamn awards. <laughs> 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 this, this podcast has got right. rage let's, filled. Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you are, you have Oscars, way too much man. animosity I know. It, just, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, but anyway, so Best Picture, mm-hmm. The Artist. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen I it. Have the Descendants. Athena saw it. it. She it's loved it. Way. Apparently, it's quite good. Uh, the Descendants. Gorman, you saw it. I, I, Gorman saw it. I saw The Descendants. Yeah. I did Didn't not, you see it too? Yeah. I did not like it that much. It's no? okay. I liked it. I haven't it. seen it yet. It's it's not, is, it is all right. Yeah. <laughs> and we're yeah. George Clooney is in it, and he he does a real good job again. I just uh, I love Alexander Payne. Like <laughs> yeah, I he know, makes great too. movies, I, uh, and it's a good movie. Elections, one of my favorites. Yeah, absolutely. He makes a lot of great movies, but I thought that it was just very. I don't want to. I keep resisting saying "been there, done that" about it because it it just feels very like the here's an indie drama, and it's kind of sad and it's kind of funny, and it, but it mm-hmm. was it was shot very well. Yeah. I didn't think Clooney was that great. Like his, like he's the, fine. He's the, it, the big scene in the I've movie. I've never didn't... found him all that great. I, like I, I find he's him always good, inherently he's watchable. He's, fine. he's yeah. super watchable. But he has I've crazy never... charisma. Yeah, yeah. when it he's, comes to, but just, that's what yeah. he's got. Like that, he just delivers lines really well. Yeah. He really does. And that dumb kid though is very funny. Yeah, it, it's it's worth a watch. It's, it's worth, it's worth, it's worth seeing Robert Forrester punch, punch a teenager. him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> It's Let's just, yeah, I'm not, I, I didn't spoil it for you, but yeah, that's the whole movie. By the, the whole movie. The yeah. <laughs> just the guy the in the face. <laughs> he just goes, Descendants, this. <laughs> and then he punches him in the face. What does that mean? All yeah, right. it's worth a watch, but I just, it's not, uh, I don't think it's Oscar contender. And, and big no, no. I, never, I saw it before the nominations came out. Is I never Kathy Bates naked in it at all? No, <laughs> Oh, then I'm not seeing it. No. And it's nowhere near as good as about. No, about it was way better. Oh my yeah. god! Oh, I love the shit out of that movie. All right, so next nominee: uh, extremely loud and incredibly close. <laughs> like we'll just skip <laughs> over this. Yeah, yeah. must yeah. miss because yep. fuck that Must-y movie. Movie. Uh, the Help. Anyone see The Help? I, I saw. Never saw help. that. I've, okay. n- I've missed it. A you know, it's movies, a fine so. little charming movie. I don't know what it's doing nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. 
and yeah, I was saying to Gorman, there's something. It's kind of weird while you're watching it because you're like, well, this is entertaining and fun, and some of the performances are really good. But then you just remember that it's not a true story, and a story like that that's not a true story, and then you just made up by some white lady is kind of yeah. like, yeah, because isn't, <laughs> like that's what I've always, the, or that's that's what I've been hearing the most about it is that it's it's like w- white person helps black people yeah. feel vindicated or something <laughs> yeah, you know? by shitting in a pie. I don't know 100%. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there is that you must have heard about poop. that on podcasts. I'm right? sure I because did. Because I've heard so much about the shitting in the pie stuff. Yeah. Yeah. More so than the actual movie. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of yeah, a lot because Howard Kramer says that movie. <laughs> Howard Kramer says that, that movie is just a, a device to to send out a, a poop gag. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and make it poignant yeah. because it's 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 racially charged. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, had it been a true story, then yeah, yippee, good. And good I feel like you, a lot of yeah, people may be taking it. I think people really do take it. I thought it was. It really presents itself yeah. in that way. The way it, it never says that, you know, no, mm-hmm. based on, but the way the movie, it, I don't know, it, it follows a formula, and it's, I don't know, weird to me that it's a, what it is, Hugo. I need to see. Hugo. I did see and that. I loved Hugo. It's a, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, it's a love shot. letter to the movies. Of course, it is. <laughs> fucking, really well it's Martin Scorsese fucking vomiting his opinion about how much he loves movies all over the screen. Well, but awesome, it's so good. Right on, because I love movies, and he's clearly a mo- he's one of the yeah. biggest movie nerds in the world. Yeah. yeah. And the, and the and the kind of movies he's celebrating are, are you know it's a, it's something that not a lot of people have seen or even well, aware I found of. It yeah. less, I found it less about <clears throat> a specific type of movie that he's celebrating, other than or, or and more so like it's just this is why movies are so awesome and like well, it, and it's it like is, the feeling though. the yeah. feeling the magic <clears throat> of why movies are so awesome yeah. and and this movie fully fully captures that absolutely it yeah, looks great it. it's funny did you guys see, did, did you go see it in theaters yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, saw 3D. 3D. I saw it in yeah. 3d yeah it was the 3d worth great. it oh, dude it's uh, beautiful yeah i liked i like the 3d uh, I, I gotta the new, say the new because 3d isn't what it used to be it isn't like that it's coming at you out of the no yeah, no yeah. it's just it's it adds depth. a depth yeah, yeah. yeah. and and <laughs> i think the whole point like like my original uh, thing was like why was this thing in 3d why is it motion capture it doesn't need to be yeah but i think that just those if you can call motion capture, or if you can call 3D subtle, mm-hmm. it's they're just these sort of devices that subtly enhance the world that you're supposed to be yeah. sucked into. And I found, yeah, totally sucked me in. And the entire thing, I, like I watched it like a, a, a six-year-old. <laughs> just yeah. wide-eyed. and yeah, 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 totally. I need to see it. Um, Midnight in Paris. Anyone see that? No, I never saw I it. I saw that. How is that? It's good. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why it's nominated for Best Picture. Seems to be the theme this year. Yeah, there's a lot, yeah. of, a lot of this. Uh, Hugo, fine. Yeah, I think that's great. And so what we've mentioned, yeah, only Hugo so far. I think Mid- Midnight I th- in Paris, it's really good. It should probably be nominated for Best Screen Original play Screenplay because yeah. it's like, hey, Woody Allen's really old and he made something that doesn't suck. And it has a lot of literary references. So yeah, yeah. It, it's good. It's a charming little movie. Uh, Owen Wilson's pretty good in it. Um, you know, I don't yeah. know what else to say. It's, it's yeah. cute. I, I ha- like, I have this feeling that, like, you know, because Woody Allen is Woody Allen. Like yeah. I just, I have I like this picture in my head. Away from making New York movies. Yeah, yeah, but like you I know, just have this picture just in my really head of him, like just picking York. up the and phone and their rich people problems. Yeah, with their yeah, with, like yeah, yeah, with their two women. Yeah. <laughs> do I choose? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do I choose the older woman or the younger woman? I'm Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Very good impression. Um, yeah. So that's been that. I don't know. Uh, it's good. It's it's watchable. Enjoy it. But I mean, best picture. Yeah. yeah forget about it. Um, Moneyball. 
Am I the only one who's seen this too? Like I've seen almost I all of these. So, I've been <coughs> Moneyball's a great on movie. The Oscars this year, and I wish I liked. I, I, if I liked baseball as much as I like movies about baseball, I'd be yeah. a huge baseball fan. But baseball itself is pretty boring. But movies about it always fun, and this one's really good. Uh, Brad Pitt's really good in it. I don't know why Jonah Hill's nominated. Yeah. For supporting Oscar and uh, uh, Albert Brooks isn't, but whatever. Um, Tree of Life, I just saw. It's on my list. To watch. Man, <laughs> only one who watches movies around here. Apparently, I think it's the only one that really, really deserves. I'm psyching to be myself here. up. Well, to Hugh, see no, it. Hugo does too. But Tree of Life is an accomplishment. Yeah, visually, and I it's, love uh, It's a challenge. It isn't, you know, uh, a stereotypical film in any way. Yeah. and for the kind of star power they have in it and draw that it's yeah. brought in for an art movie yeah um that a lot of people well you, you just you take from it what you want yeah you know, i was saying I uh i was saying to greg earlier uh <coughs> my my aunt went to see it because she's a big <laughs> oscar buff and she doesn't uh she, she likes to see everything that's being nominated especially sure. for best picture she just goes and sees it whatever it is she doesn't she's not prepped for it and she went and saw tree of life which is like a three and something hour long movie with like dinosaurs and <laughs> all this shit. She's thinking that she's seeing a movie about Brad Pitt and Sean Penn and it's just going to be like a drama. Right. And she came out of it like, that was the biggest piece of shit I ever saw. <laughs> and I just, I had, had such a hard sure, time. Sure, there were some dinosaurs, like, <laughs> but not a lot. I just had the hardest time to picture like you're sitting in this movie theater watching this movie that is not for you in any way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went and saw Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. I felt the exact same. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like I really like Malik. Badlands is one of my favorite movies. I've been me I've been just oh, yeah. I've just been psyching myself up to see it and I have yet to. I mean it's a really different kind of movie than Badlands. Yeah. I'm not, I, you know, I think that's a movie that not a people uh, not enough people have seen. Badlands is Badlands. So amazing and special. Um yeah, if if anyone out there hasn't seen it. Please go watch Badlands. Terrence Malick's quite a filmmaker, and this, yeah, this is a great fucking movie. And yeah, it's, it's uh, an experienced, uh, intelligent filmmaker making something challenging. For yeah, um, I don't know. I, I really liked it, and again, I think it has uh, rewatchability. And the last nominee is War Horse. War Horse. <laughs> I don't know. I saw Black Beauty when I was a kid. I feel like I'm there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And that movie was War Horse. Good to me. Yeah, <laughs> Black. <laughs> War Horse just looks so schmaltzy mm-hmm. and so oh, just over rot and I don't know. <coughs> yeah, I just I, I, apparently it's good. People, I haven't really heard anyone say it sucked or anything. But I heard some people say that it sucked. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I miss being excited for a Spielberg movie. Well, go see Tintin. Did he? Did he, direct he directed it? Tintin. Did he? Yeah, man, and it was incredible. It's so much fun. All right, I'll watch Tintin. Fuck War Horse. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. That's why I'm so upset about War Horse being up and Tintin getting snubbed. Like, Tintin is a really fun movie. Uh, I went into it not really expecting too much, and it was a blast. It's just a fucking fun movie from start to finish. A big chase scene. Just a fucking blast. All right. It's a Spielberg that I love. I, like, I love like I love everyone involved with it. Yeah. Like, like uh, the Great script voice was, actors, like, I think Edgar Wright was, and yeah. Joe Cornish. Yeah. Uh, you know Steven Spielberg. I love him. You know uh, Peter Jackson, except for those fucking boring Lord of the Rings movies. He's always yeah, good. Get back on track to the gory, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. offensive yeah. puppet movies, please. Uh, yeah, that, that, all I want to see is puppets fucking. And, and there was pr- 
there's you'd like so to see little. some aliens. There was some, but I'd like UFOs. <laughs> In which puppets are fucking. <laughs> and there was so precious little of that in Lord of the Rings. Some, but not a lot. UFOs flown by Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While puppets fuck in puppet, the back. Puppet orgy inside. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that, that's the uh, the movies. Let's uh, speed this up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. For actor in a leading role, we have uh, Demian Bashir for A Better Life. I have not seen. I have not seen no. it. George Clooney, The Descendants. I think it's sort of like I a don't think, complimentary I don't think, nod uh, to him. Yeah, I don't think he's, I don't think he's gonna deserving win. of it. Uh, Jean Dujardin for The Artist, who apparently is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, again, none That's of us have seen that, but I hear great things. Uh, and then we have Gary Oldman, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, which I think that should be nominated for Best Picture. That's a quality film. Well, yeah, it was, a, uh, it was a intense, like a, it's well thought very out. Very well-received movie. Great I would love to see that uh, uh, above some fucking tom hanks movie like sure come on i love tom hanks but he hasn't made a tom hanks movie for me in quite some time for me i want the wacky tom hanks i'll take the wacky or like you know g- give me some green mile you know mm. uh, that's a uh, <laughs> underrated movie I-, I think green mile underrated oh, it's, a, it's a great movie. underrated that movie but that movie is so highly like, rated is it i don't yeah. know i think people when they're talking I about tom hanks movies it sort of gets swept aside and, and people are or they just, just i don't know they, they put too much on the, the forrest gump thing either with loving it or hating uh, it mm. green mile I well think forrest is, gump uh, sucks but anyway just watch yeah, moving along yeah eric roth so and we got brad pitt for moneyball yeah so brad pitt and clooney seem like you know Hey, you guys make us some money. Here's your nods. Yeah, yeah. And then we got some foreign guys, and we know they're not going to win. Yeah. So it looks like it's Gary Oldman's to take, and I think that's okay. I, I dig Gary Oldman winning a, an Oscar, basically for a career, mm-hmm. not so much for the movie, maybe. Glenn Has Close. Brad Pitt ever won an Oscar? No. No. Uh, Glenn Close for, uh, this is the women now, mm, Glenn Close for Albert Knobs, where she plays a, a woman pretending to yeah. be a guy. Apparently she's very good. Apparently like the so. like the Iron Lady, I was saying it's, it's a not a great movie <laughs> with a great performance. Yeah, same thing. Then with Meryl Streep and the Iron Lady, yeah. not a great movie, but it's Meryl Streep. Have you guys heard of Meryl Streep? She's pretty good. Who? Meryl Meryl Who? Streep. Sounds made up. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds made up. Uh, well, was she trying Davis to get out of Africa help? at one point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing there, buddy? <laughs> so for the, listen, for the listener, you, Casey okay? is choking I'm on his choking beer. beer. <laughs> These assholes are making me laugh. Uh, Viola Davis for the help. Viola, I've heard, Viola, I, Viola. I haven't seen any of this shit know, at all. I've heard a bunch of people say that they need to give her an Oscar for this. Yeah, she's I great. In it. She's yeah, good. that's the thing about the help. It's a you know, it's a little flim- flimsy as a premise because it's not a true story, but. Uh, the performances are very good. Uh, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is fantastic in it. Oh, she's in there as well? Yeah, she's really good. Uh, Rooney Mara, girl with the dragon tattoo. Um, Just give her give her an award for being her. Sure. That's uh, all. And she's pretty uh, pretty fantastic in it. I, I, I didn't oh, really, did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. I, and, you know, I, I, I saw the uh, – I've seen the trilogy, and I thought they were – it's an interesting story, but uh, particularly parts two and three aren't really – well-made films. Mm-hmm. A little, I they're pretty, saw the they're a little one. overlong. Yeah, they are, and, but yet somehow, I don't know. I, I like them, though. I, Those are the only ones that I've seen. I've I think seen the, the Americanization, or not American, because it isn't really an Americanization because it doesn't move it to the States yeah. or something like that. Like it is. Really? Yeah, yeah, no. It's great. It's well shot. Fincher is, you know, one of the best there is. 
the performances are great. You got the top of the line actors, and they did not shy away from the fucked up shit that happens in, in these stories. So I hope they make. The That's right. it's not up for best picture, eh? It is not. No. Just she's the only nomination, and she's great in it because I wasn't thinking about Newman Rapace when I saw it. Uh, and then Michelle Williams from My Week with Marilyn, badass. I think uh, great. Movie. I haven't seen it yet, but I love Michelle and Williams, and I think yeah. I would like to mm-hmm. see her win because she has performed in other movies where I thought she was worthy of an Oscar. Was she nominated? Like was she nominated for Blue Valentine? Mm, I can't remember. I don't remember either. She, uh, she should like, have been. Her performance in Wendy and Lucy is one of my favorite performances in recent memory. And I don't know what that fucking, is. What it's is that? Her, it's her and a, dog. So yeah, it's a movie about her and her what? dog. Basically. Her and a dog. Yeah, yeah, and she she loses her dog in a small town. She's kind of a drifter. Mm-hmm. It's a very very low key somber movie. Yeah. Right. Uh, but it, I, it's one of my favorite movies of the past decade for sure. Yeah. But I think she's just consistently been amazing in so many movies. But I would love to see her be sure, and I think I think she's a dark horse for uh, for the category because mm-hmm. I think she's a war horse. You go <laughs> <laughs> Swish! Thank you very much. Um, I've done my time. <laughs> anyway, because she's wonderful, and my my weekend with Marilyn is another, uh, or my week with Marilyn is another movie that really celebrates movies. Mm-hmm. If you're a movie lover, it's would uh, you have would you have liked to see it nominated for picture? Is it that good? Yeah, it's better than uh, a lot of the stuff that was nominated for Best Picture. It's better than Midnight in Paris. It's better than The Descendants. I'm I'm going to assume it's better than Extremely Stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, she's wonderful in it. And uh, Kenneth Brown is up for supporting. He's great in it, too. I'm gonna, I don't think we should bother even talking about the supportings because I think it's pretty much... Yeah, in the bag. <coughs> who's going to win those? I, I just want to. I, I, there's one thing I do want to talk about yeah, uh, me, me in too. supporting yeah. is uh, Melissa McCarthy. Oh, okay, yeah, that's uh, pretty yeah. fucking cool. Uh, that's not that, what I that's amazing. Talk about, but that is something she's that never going like to touch on. Oh no, she I'm won't glad win. That they're at least acknowledging yeah. finally. And, and uh, uh, you know, um, Kristen Wiig as well. Mm-hmm. I think. Th- I think the bridesmaids didn't get a. It, I don't. I wouldn't call it like a, a total snub because it was expected. They've but, done this before, and the, but they didn't stay with it where they started nominating comedies and uh, comedic performances, like Tom Hanks being nominated for Big. Yeah. But the problem... I feel like it should have gotten nom- more recognition. It should. Uh, because there's a lot more you can do with it, but I, I felt like they started doing this with the Oscars and then got away from it because yeah. Tom Hanks nominated for Big, that's uh, an inspired pick, I think, because yeah. he's so good at it. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I just rewatched Big, and it's still great. And that same year was when Kevin Kline won... Uh, supporting uh, Oscar for A Fish Called Wanda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if there's anything, like, that's that's a that's a performance right there. Right? Oh, oh man. for sure. That movie's Forget amazing. Like, yeah, um, I love that movie. When, and when he was, and he was virtually, not virtually unknown. But no, but he wasn't an odd. He's he in there up against Jamie Lee Curtis and mm-hmm. fucking John Cleese. Yeah. And he has one of the most memorable, if not the most memorable performance of that film. Now, I mean, the thing is, uh, I think I've heard this said before, uh, Comedy needs to be its own category. Yeah, it should. Um, it, the the Golden Globes thing, where they lump it in with musicals, is yeah. so bullshit. It's and it needs, musicals. How many musicals? I know, are there, especially the things that they count as musicals. comedy uh-huh. slash musical. Last year, the the tourist was up. Yeah, <laughs> which is that neither. Was, no, no, that <laughs> My was favorite musical comedy. That had some of the funniest <laughs> songs I've ever heard <laughs> in it, if I remember it correctly. Yeah, oh. it definitely does, and. I don't know. It it totally sucks that they don't have a comedy like why like why but not the thing why is, not even not have a comedy performance section like 
best performance in a comedic film or something. Because mm-hmm. that's something to there's be just, said. There's but not, but the thing I, is, there's not enough comedies made yearly that are of a, an Oscar caliber. But comedies I think there's, generally enough, there's enough comedies made wallow. with performances in them that are worthy of an Oscar. Sure. Yeah, maybe you don't need a comedy film, but yeah. maybe comedy performance. But at the same time, I feel like that's kind of... Shucking it off too. Like, True, uh, it should be. A, if it's just a performance, it should be in best performance because that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Meryl Streep said something great that's one year. Uh, she was quite uh, uh, the Oscar. I don't remember what year this was. But oh, what, this is the the strong. Oh, sorry, go on. No, uh, the Oscar nominations came out. And <laughs> Streep was being interviewed. I don't think she was nominated for anything that year, and she was asked about you know what do you think of the nominations? Yeah. Anyone else that should have been nominated? And she was like, Yeah, I think Eddie Murphy should have for uh, uh, the, the, the the clumps. Which, yeah, not a great movie, but what he did in it. Oh, he was like, amazing. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't know. I can't do that. I don't know any actor who can do that. Yeah. Like, he she did something that. that no one else. Yeah, she, she can do that. Yeah, she <laughs> could do that. Not, if she you know, tried. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, he did something that no one's going to be able to pull off. You yeah. Know, playing all those different characters, and they're all completely different and identifiable. Mm-hmm. Not that I like what Eddie Murphy's career has turned to, but he's a talented man. What he mm-hmm. did in yeah. that is absolutely exceptional, and things like that should be recognized. Yeah, for sure. it's a rare thing. It's a rare talent to be able to pull that off. Yeah. But I mean, if there was, I mean, if 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 there was a category specifically for comedy, it would it would do amazing things for the comedy community yeah. and for, for yeah, comedic films because yeah, the, the, people would be, be striving it should to, be to make more inventive and imaginative yeah. uh, 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 comedies. Mm-hmm. It's true. You're right, though. It should be with the other performances, but I feel like that'll never happen because the opening up the, opening up the doors of the performance category to comedians and and people putting in great performances in comedy to the eyes of the Academy, is going to, like, push out a couple people that were really great in stuffy, shitty movies, mm-hmm. you know, like Incredibly Close or mm-hmm. that kind of a thing, which is what the Academy, the Academy likes to lean towards. That's the kind of stuff they like to see well, nominated. Know, we, we might see a change because they, they clearly want to shake things up with the Oscars because they've yeah. been changing you know, and they the should. last years. They should, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You know, break the formula. Although I don't like this new actor nomination shit where they don't show a clip anymore and it's just some other actor... Yeah, on stage, looking at the actors nominated, like Jeremy Renner, you were very, very good in that movie. Yeah. Oh, I love that. You should believe in yourself, buddy. I, I <laughs> hey, <laughs> don't hide your light under a bushel, Jeremy Renner. <laughs> you let that shit shine. Yeah. You try Thanks, Ben Stiller. I will. Yeah, yeah. Work. Ben Stiller in Avatar though. makeup. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, we're all very impressed. You are funny. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, uh, uh, see, I, I like that. Like, I, I think the Oscars should be as schmaltzy and fucking disgusting as it possibly can be. Uh, I think the Oscars should just really? wallow <laughs> in how in how Hollywood it is because that's what the Oscars is. The Oscars yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. about the best movies; it's about Hollywood kind of going like, "Oh, look at how fancy we are, and look at look yeah. at all of these like poignant movies we can make." Not necessarily the most poignant, just the biggest, glitteriest, schmaltziest. Mm-hmm. "Quote unquote" poignant movies mm-hmm. that they can showcase, and that's what they do, and that's what it should be because yeah. that's what people want to see. I guess it is. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I guess I want more. Or I know. I want. But I, don't, I, I don't like that actor talking to actor. No, no. Like, I don't, hey, buddy, I don't think just so. you and me right I, now. I don't. <laughs> mind. I, I love that. Well, I, think I mean, it's really, I don't mind boring. the fact that know. it kind of speeds things along, but I, it, I, I don't like I not like seeing the clip. Show a clip from the movie. I, I just just to explain myself. I love I love it because I love to hate the Oscars, and yeah, it just adds another layer of like of Hollywood just eating its own head. 
All right. Well, we'll get into the boring uh, yeah. categories or the ones that don't televise. So we'll just we'll chime back in on this after the awards, which yeah. are coming up, and we'll we can leave it at that. Yeah. Well, predi- oh, how about this? We'll do some predictions. Predictions. Yeah. We'll oh, do yeah. Predictions. yeah. I'm so gonna, how, we, how, yeah. We all, how we all do? We'll keep this point spread, and whoever loses uh, loses a toe. <laughs> oh God. Yes. Uh. Okay. Best picture uh, predictions. Uh, I need I need to see the. Uh, the okay. List we got. Again. Uh, uh, the artist, the descendants, incredibly loud and uh, incredibly, extremely loud and incredibly close. <laughs> incredibly Fuck hard to title. say. Uh, the Help, Hugo, Midnight in Paris, Moneyball, Tree of Life, War Horse. You know what? Oh, I, man. I'm going to go out on a limb on this one and say that they're going to go like totally left field. I want to say the artist. Fair enough. Because Hollywood loves it when loves something a little gimmicky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and celebrates the heritage of, yeah. of cinema. Yep. I don't know. Who, um, what won the uh, Golden Globe? What was the Golden Globe for this picture? I don't remember. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't pay attention to the Golden Globes. Yeah, they kind of drift by me. Especially since Ricky Gervais started to become a caricature of himself. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the Descendants. I think it's going to be you the think Descendants. Descendants? Oh, I think it's going to really? be. I do. I think that's what's going to win. Well, uh, I'm going to I'm going to go similarly out on a limb. I'll say Hugo just because nice. I would love it. I would I, we'll, we'll split the three on us. I'd like it. Yep. Hugo or Tree of Life. I'm probably not going to put Hugo in my like legitimate Oscar pool, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> uh, wait, wait. So you're, you're shorting us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, what is, <laughs> my, il- what my is legitimate, illegitimate about this? Does that one have a podcast? Oscar pool. <laughs> <laughs> it, the it's Oscar the podcast that, he actually cares about. <laughs> the Oscar pool that maybe I'll win money from. Yeah, okay. Uh, so what your pick is Hugo. Hugo? Them. Okay. And in your real one? I don't know yet. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go do some fucking internet <laughs> If you take the artist, I swear to God, Corbin, I'm, I'm going to be like, yeah. All right. Casey uh, was right, man. <laughs> actor in a leading role, uh, Damien Bashir. I'm not sure, sure if I'm saying that right. In A Better Life, George Clooney, uh, Jean uh, Dujardin, Gary Oldman, Brad Pitt. I'm going to say Brad Pitt. No shit, eh? I think I think uh, I think they want to give him one. Yeah, Fair I'm enough. split between Gary Oldman and Clooney. Fair enough. I'm, I'm rolling hard with uh, Oldman. With He's Oldman. the guy. You're rolling hard. Hard with roll, him. baby. I'm rolling when I hard roll, with I roll Oldman. Hard. That's right. <laughs> Take that old man, and I will roll him. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Oldman, we're driving off the cliff, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Take my hand. Uh, <laughs> I uh, think I'm gonna have to go Oldman as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, actress in the leading role: Glenn Close, uh, Viola Davis, Rooney Mara, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Viola yeah. Davis. Fair enough. Uh, Streep. I will. I will. I'll fucking bet money that it's going to be Viola Davis. Yeah, I, I definitely feel that, but I'm going to go with Streep anyway because it's a safe. You'll call, bet money. I, guess. I would then, bet uh, money. Yeah. I guess we'll all be I surprised would. if it isn't. Uh, or one of my shoes. Uh, I'm going to assume this is everyone's pick, so I'll just uh, Christopher Plummer yes. supporting. Christopher Plummer, Beginners was absolutely yeah. fantastic. Have they given one to Max von Sydow? There has to be a reason he's in there. Uh, no, but they haven't to Plummer either. Yeah. Okay, Christopher yeah. Plummer. And yeah. Plummer, yeah, that was an amazing performance. Yeah. And then oh, did you see that movie? At, yeah. Uh, supporting it's actress. Amazing. Canadian movie, Octavia isn't it? Spencer doesn't no. win, well, and I'll be shocked. No. Mike Mills? He did Thumbsucker? Oh, it's he's Mike not, Mills. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He's not Canadian, is oh, he? Oh, no, I'm thinking of Mike Lee. Who's Mike Mills? He did the movie Thumbsucker. So yeah, supporting actress Octavia Spencer. Anyone see anything different happening there? I really don't. No. Uh, but I, you know what? Actually, I could say, uh, like, I'll go again, go out on a limb. I'm going to say it might be Melissa McCarthy. 
Hey, that'd be the greatest thing that ever happened. I think. Yeah, that's, it would be. Well, awesome. not ever. You know, there's no, no, no. <laughs> you know, you know what was good was penicillin. <laughs> It was pretty. It was pretty good. So, not as good as no. the performance in Bridesmaids. <laughs> not as good as a hilarious fat lady. Yeah, yeah. penicillin's not funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> then uh, director, um, what do we got here? Alexander Payne for The Descendants, Scorsese, Hugo, Woody Allen, Midnight in Paris, Terrence Malick. I want to uh, say they give it to Terrence Malick. Yeah, I got it. All of this. None yeah. of this that is would based on pick. the movies yeah. I've seen. All of this is based. Oh, on, but you don't even the have to. You don't, you don't have to see it. You don't have to see any of the movies to be able to accurately yeah. choose what they're going to pick. Yeah, because it's all it's all so political. Yeah. I'm going to say Terrence Malick. Okay, my pick's actually going to be Scorsese. I'm thinking. I think they're going to yeah, you know I, after holding him out forever, then they gave him the. They're win. just going to give now him a hundred of them now. Yeah, pile it on. <laughs> pile it on. Yeah. Um, Sorry about all that. I'm going to go shit. Malick as well. Malick as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the outside route and go with Scorsese. All right, you can go to hell. Shit. All right. Damn. Okay, well, you know, uh, I think that's that's pretty good. Yeah, those, 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 are major, Oscars, those are the major so ones, we'll, right? we'll come back and see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so I think that's I'm good. tired of talking to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I've been sick of you assholes for about a week now. <laughs> There's a solid 15 minutes of gold in there. If you dig deep. For a very long time. All right. Well, uh, well, we'll think of a name eventually, but yeah. uh, until then, uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. It'll be hilarious when we think of a name and tag it on at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast that has a name, and at the end, we'll think of a name. <laughs> for all of you listeners out there. No. <laughs> all right. Well, that's the, that's the grace period, is that we don't have listeners. Yeah. So. yeah. You know. It's true. I shouldn't have referenced them then. No, no, because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed the show, myself. Yeah. <laughs> hope that poop's going well. Okay. Oh, God. I'm, uh, I, I am going to listen back to this and just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and laugh. All right. Um, okay. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs> if there is one. <laughs> Bye, Internet. <laughs> Good. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.